Welcome to the Tom the Trainer Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Wooland. This podcast is for frustrated men and women who think they've tried everything to lose body fat and aren't willing to give up on their fitness goals. I'm going to give you clear, actionable steps to cut through all the bullshit in the industry, focus on what actually works, and dominate every aspect of your life. Now let's get into today's episode. All right, so we are live in the tribe for Wednesday, December 13th, Q&A in my free Facebook group, Tom the Trainer's Tribe. If you're listening to this on the podcast, Tom the Trainer Fitness, check the description to this episode and you will see the link to join Tom the Trainer's Tribe where you can hop in on Wednesdays and you can get your questions answered as well so thanks for tuning in if you're watching this in the tribe do me a favor comment live and if you're checking out the replay if you're watching this in tom the trainer's tribe on the replay comment replay or if you're checking it out from the podcast go ahead hop in and have a look and comment replay but you're probably listening to it on the podcast anyways so it's unlikely that you'll be watching it in the tribe. But again, if you are watching this or listening to this, pardon me, make sure you check out the link and that's in the description to join Tom the Trainer's Tribe. So we're going to get right into it. Essentially, What we're doing here is we're just uh, hosting a Q&A every single Wednesday. And I drop a post on Tuesdays and I ask members of the tribe if they have any questions and then I give my honest feedback, uh, my honest opinion on those questions. So we're going to get right into it here. We're not going to waste any time. I'm actually at home today as opposed to working in the studio and I'm training Irish bully. It's getting some training today at the house and uh yeah so doing it in a different location today all right so getting right into it scott is asking is it possible to gain muscle and lose weight simultaneously so just give me a moment here while i grab a sip of water i apologize if the sound quality on this isn't as great as it usually is in the podcast just because i won't doing it from my headset as opposed to my professional mic but the information will still be helpful nonetheless okay so scott is asking is it possible to gain muscle and lose weight simultaneously um and the answer to that is absolutely so like 100 percent, it is possible to gain muscle and lose weight simultaneously um, I've seen it multiple times working with clients, um, and it's also possible to gain muscle without losing weight because you can lose small amounts of body fat while slowly gaining muscle. So your body weight doesn't, doesn't change, but the composition the amount of lean muscle on your frame relative to the amount of body fat on your frame. Um, And I actually see this happen quite commonly with many of my female clients who come on and train with me because my style of training is 
a little bit different than what a lot of females have been doing before they come to work with me. And because they're training, uh, resistance training, and doing so with really intelligent programming, um, using progressive overload and, and running world-class programs, they can often gain muscle at a rate that is uh, makes the weight loss appear far slower. So for example, like maybe I might have a female client who loses five pounds over the course of 12 weeks working together. But if you look at her pictures, it looks like she lost 20 pounds, right? Just because of the amount of muscle that she gains in the process. And my cat, uh, Fiona, is hijacking the podcast and the training. Um, So yeah, it's absolutely possible to gain muscle and lose weight simultaneously. There's certain circumstances where it could be more likely, okay? So, for example, if you're new to training or new to intelligent resistance training, per se, right? So, say you're somebody who's exercised a lot in your life, but you haven't done a lot of resistance training with relatively heavy weights, then you will experience something called newbie gains in the first six months to a year of training where you will find it quite easy to build muscle. And if you have a lot of body fat to lose and you're starting off at like a a like or if you're starting off at like a high percentage of body fat because you don't have a long history of exercise and you start resistance training and you've got a lot of body fat to lose. Yeah, absolutely. You will be dropping pounds while increasing lean tissue through those newbie gains. Okay, Um, so those are two situations where it can happen. And another situation where it could happen would be through muscle memory. So muscle memory is absolutely 100% a thing. Um, So if you are injured, for example, and you have a period of time off from injury, when you go back to training, your muscle will atrophy from having time off of training. And then when you go back into training, you will gain muscle quite quickly through muscle memory. So I don't want to get like two in the weeds on you in in the explanation of it, but essentially like the the myofibular growth, the muscle's ability to get to that size, it it recovers to that size quite quickly. And so that's what people are talking about when they say muscle memory is because you absolutely can take a significant amount of time off of training. And then when you get back to training again, you will increase muscle mass quite quickly. Kevin Lavrone was a bodybuilder who like was on the Olympia stage every single year. And he was notorious for taking massive amounts of time off from training after doing the Olympia show and then looking like he was small and then like just getting massive for the show again. So, so those are situations where you can do it. You're relatively new to, to training, but you've exercised regularly. You're relatively new to training and you haven't exercised regularly. And then you've had a significant amount of time off and you start training again. Okay. So mostly like newbie gains or time off newbie gains per se.
one more situation where you can absolutely do it is if like you've just been training poorly like you've been training a bunch of isolation lifts you've been training like a bodybuilder whose number one primary goal is building muscle and then you have been training like a bodybuilder instead of focusing on compound movements multi-joint exercises high return exercises and nailing down the basics and the fundamentals to get in shape and then you switch over your style of training to a more intelligent training to get you in shape which is what those bodybuilders were doing before you see the exercises and the workouts that they do now that you're trying to emulate but you're at a different stage than them so if you're training poorly or non-specific to your goals and you start training more intelligently uh, training with a more specific outcome to get in shape using more compound movements better exercise selections a higher intensity of training then yeah you can absolutely gain muscle while losing body fat so the question was losing weight and I want to place on that comma body fat, okay? Because for you to lose a significant, like weight and body fat are different things and you will lose body fat. To lose a lot of weight while adding muscle means that you probably had a lot of body fat to lose in the process already. And something that's really, really key that shouldn't go like without notice that shouldn't go without attention when it comes to this question is like you need to have your nutrition on point 100 you need to have your nutrition on point you need to be eating foods that are high value foods non-processed foods um vitamins that are full or vitamins foods that are full of vitamins and minerals high quality foods foods that give your body everything it needs to thrive in this process and if you've listened to other podcast episodes or you've been present in other live trainings you'll know that like high quality foods are high quality foods and as far as i'm concerned you should be eating high quality high value high vitamin high mineral foods regardless of what your goals are and it's just the quantities of those foods that change right so it's absolutely possible and if everybody found that to be helpful and educational just say helpful in the chat for me okay all right so next question here is jennifer is asking about knowledge on having extra vertebrae in your spine that causes aches and pains and uh, being born with it just started bothering me in the last six years and i was diagnosed with complex regional pain syndrome type one four years ago which is a nerve disease um so i'll i'll be very upfront and honest that i don't have a lot of experience with this aside from i have worked with a client in the past who had an extra vertebrae um but it wasn't something that seemed to hinder her while we were training or working together pain wise so i can't say for certain because 
every individual is different. Um, but I will say that I always place a high emphasis and a high focus on core strength when working with my clients, strengthening their core, because originally my background was um, rehab. I was known more as a rehab trainer than a transformation trainer, but then I went into more transformation as a focus um, because ethically rehabbing an individual takes a lot more back and forth communication, a lot of like, you know, progressing and regressing exercises. And it's a little bit more difficult to deliver to a large volume of people. And I support upwards of 50 clients at a time. So I went into uh, fat loss transformation uh, midway kind of through my career. So I, but I, but because I have an experience, a high level of experience with um, rehab and pain and correctional work, the secret's out now. I sprinkle that stuff into my clients' training routines through their warm ups, through um, exercise selections in the beginning and the end of their workouts to place a little bit more priority on fixing posture, strengthening core, fixing a lot of the common issues that people have with neck pain, hip pain, knee pain, knee pain, etc. I just don't talk about it a lot in my content because that's not what people are coming to me for. People are coming to me for specific transformation, fat loss transformation and muscle gain transformation, but more so fat loss than muscle gain, I would say. So I sprinkle that stuff in. My son is here and he's going to let, he's going to hear the secret now, but like I, I sprinkle that correctional work and that rehab work, rehab work into my clients' programs. Like when there's onions and peppers in my son's spaghetti sauce, he doesn't like onions or peppers but they're good for him and they're in the sauce and he knows he likes the sauce. So no harm, no foul. Right. So that's what I do with my clients. So with the client that I had experienced who had this condition in the past, she never complained of pain from the issue during training. She had mentioned that she had experienced issues with her back in the past But through my training and core strengthening that I always place as an emphasis and a focus for clients, it relieved that pain and she never really complained of it. Because often, often every individual, like I'm not a doctor, but often, and I'm not a physiotherapist, but have a high understanding of correctional rehab work. And I've worked with a lot of clients with that especially in person but i will say that like most often more often than not back pain is specific to a lack of core strength so having that extra vertebrae means that there's an extra joint in the in the spine uh which to me would you would think like there's a higher level of vulnerability to movement of the spine because of that extra joint, because of that extra vertebrae. With that, I would say placing a priority on core strength, 
especially like anti-spinal movement core strength exercises like planks side planks bird dogs bed dead bugs and things like that where your spine doesn't move would be my first place that i would look at if you were a client right if you were a client or if i had that issue and i was trying to correct it myself uh was that helpful and also jennifer you were in the shred for santa challenge and you got the free workout and you saw the plank um Jen rocked the Shred for Santa, um, Shred for Santa challenge, and uh, the plank in the free workout that I gave away. I would say that there's a high likelihood that that exercise would help with that aggravation. The other thing is, is like with any spinal pain, I would always say think about the McGill big three exercise look at the book back mechanic by Stuart McGill I talked about this on another episode but like the, he changed my life um, and that's where I get a lot of my back rehab knowledge from so another thing to consider is, is like if your back is bothering you you should be looking at like what your daily movements are like and are you moving in a way that is athletic uh squats hinges slash deadlift lunges side steps athletic movement that keeps your core engaged and prevents your spine from moving core strength and daily movement very two very powerful places to start with back pain this is a different situation because like this is structural right like this is a structural what would be the word um like a, a, there's a, a structural variant in your spine right or there's a structural say per se like anomaly in a sense of it's not like a common structural thing that we all have so i'm kind of beating around the bush on the topic in a sense but like dropping hints and clues of like places to look as solutions to the problem because I would need to have, I would need to have time, um, and I would need to have back and forth, uh, more back and forth communication to fix an issue like this, per se, with somebody, um, which just isn't something that I can do in like a Q and A, right? So I, I'm, I'm beating around the bush a little bit, just because like I don't want to lead you in the wrong direction. Uh, and I don't want to talk in definites because there are no definites or absolutes when it comes to like rehabbing or preventing an aggravation through through um, a condition like this. So I'm trying to not speak in absolutes, but drop clues as to areas to look. Does that make sense, everybody? Was that helpful? Let's see. Okay. Jen just hopped on. She said she hopped on a little bit late. Jen, just um, check out. I just finished talking about your question. So uh, probably check it about 15 minutes in. Okay. Uh, Carrie has a question about best place to start strengthening legs. Uh, so Carrie is, um, 
working up strength after I believe like a medical procedure per se. Um, so I'll look at this question with like medical procedure aside, like not taking that into consideration, I would say, but just as more of like a general question in a sense of like, if you had, if you were in a place where your ability or your condition for exercise, your tolerance for exercise were low, then a really great place to start for strengthening legs, medical conditions aside, uh, medical conditions not considered, speaking to your doctor, not a factor in a sense of like, I think you should always speak to your doctor about um, what you can do in situations like this. Um, box squats are a great way to strengthen your legs. And a box squat is where you do a squat onto a bench or a box, and then you stand back up. If you're in a position where your legs are very weak, then you would sit down strict, and then you would kind of like lean back, place your hands on your knees, push your elbows towards your sides so that your back fires and so that you engage your core and you can use your back for a little bit of leverage, lean forward, and then use that little bit of lean forward in momentum to stand up. The height of the bench will dictate how difficult the exercise will be. The amount of lat or back engagement will assist. So for example, I once helped out a man, I was working with his wife for quite some time, and he had a condition where um, it was an immune disease and the disease attacked specific muscles in his body. And part of the condition was like it, it, it attacked forearms, forearm flexors and, and, and knee extenders. So his quads were just disappearing to the point where like, if you looked at his quads, you could see that like there was areas where her, his quads should be and you could see the bone in his leg and you would see an area that was concave. It almost looked like there was like a ditch, like the muscle was gone. The, the autoimmune disease literally just ate the muscle entirely, like just gone. So he had very weak legs. Um, and the way that I taught him to stand up from being seated was exactly what I had said, whereas I got his back involved. So he sat up tall, chest up, shoulders back and down, hands on his knees, fire his lats, lean forward and use his back to push off while he stands up with his knees to gain some momentum. A man with a condition like that, that's the way I, I, would, I taught that man how to move in a way of which that he could manage for the rest of his life as his condition was going to worsen over time. So I taught him ways to leverage different muscles to be able to stand up and then so his condition would worsen over time. Whereas if you're strengthening muscles from a position of weakness, those muscles are going to strengthen over time. So after they're strengthening, once they're getting stronger and you're finding that exercise to be easier, just looking as at strengthening muscles, all other health conditions not considered, 
because I don't want to advise somebody to do something that's not healthy or safe for them to do based on their health condition. So just looking at it as a strength factor, um, then you could slowly remove momentum instead of leaning forward and standing up, you could lean forward, pause, stand up as opposed to using that momentum. Then eventually you could just look at like sitting down, sitting down in a leaning forward position, keeping that position, standing up. Then you could make the bench or the box that you're sitting on lower, right? Uh, and then eventually you would go from taking that bench or that box away and squatting from there. I think another great exercise, a phenomenal exercise is step-ups. Step-ups are a really safe exercise that can be done to strengthen your legs. Uh, if you're on like a staircase, you could do it on a staircase because you have the railing. Same idea though. It's like you want to, like you can use a little bit of leverage. You can use a little bit of your momentum and you got to stand upright. As they get stronger, you take away some of the momentum and you just stand up by pushing your heel into the step and firing the quad, firing the glute. And then you can make the step higher. And then after you've made the step higher, then you could go to a lunge, right? Um, and then after going from a lunge, you can then start loading weight and then you can increase weight. And then you can uh, go to a Bulgarian box, a, a Bulgarian step up. A Bulgarian, pardon me, a Bulgarian lunge, a split squat, right? So find what you can do. Make what you're doing intentional um, and controlled. Do that for some time. Increase strength over time. Make that exercise harder. Control that exercise. Do that for some time. Increase strength over time. Make that exercise harder do that right does that make sense in a sense everybody it's the same it's i have to look at this question as though like i'm giving advice for strength training not medical advice because i want to make it really really clear like i'm not giving medical advice here this is just for what i would do for strengthening legs okay is that super helpful everybody so just before i hop off it's uh, December, so a few less questions this week in the Q&A. But just before I hop off, I'm going to make sure that nobody else has any questions in my other client group. But they all got access to the uh, my, my coaching clients gain access to a group coaching call on Tuesdays and Fridays. Uh, so most of them are probably well taken care of because they got questions answered yesterday. Should they need them? They had direct access to a one-to-one -one call where they can have like a conversation with me. And it appears as though everybody's good over there. So um, there's a quick one today. I'm cool with that. I got to go train Iris the bully and um, enjoy the rest of my day working from at home. Uh, Christmas is around the corner. I got a post coming up today. If you're listening to the podcast, it will have been probably about a week ago, just talking about not losing sight of your goals over the Christmas season. Um, but understanding that like 
not losing sight of your goals doesn't always necessarily mean coming directly off the gas pedal. But I'll be honest with you, that's what I'm doing for the next two weeks uh, because I dieted down extremely hard. Uh, not extremely hard. I dieted down to my photo shoot weight of 183 and a half pounds. And now over the next two weeks, I'm taking my foot off the gas. I'm being much more lax with my food. And I'm taking that time as an opportunity to rebound and grow some muscle because my body is going to want to respond to muscle growth because it's leaner um, as a way to intelligently leverage the holidays to still better myself. Uh, but then the post, keep an eye out for it. It also just talks about like how sometimes it's about watering all the flowers. It's about not losing sight of your goals. And there's periods in the year where we might go like a little bit slower, but that doesn't mean that we should lose, lose sight of our goals entirely. So check that out. I think that you will enjoy it. I feel like I'm rambling. I always ramble. I'm pretty good at rambling. Uh, so have the best day ever. Uh, I will see everybody next week. And anyone who's here that won't be here next week, have the best holidays ever. Take care, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. If you found today's episode valuable, please give me a five-star review and share it on your social media so I can have an even bigger impact. And if you want more information on how I can help you lose 15 to 52 pounds of body fat in 12 weeks, send me a message that says coaching to my Instagram at TomTheTrainerFitness.